Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You made it. It's a Friday morning. You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. Beautiful 56-degree morning yeah. in Rochester. Very nice. Uh, this, is, is about, this is about where we're going to top out, although it'll be around mid-50s all day. Rain showing up around lunchtime. Okay. Uh, and then the weekend, it starts to get cold again. High of 42, both Saturday and Sunday. But looks like it's going to be dry. Okay. So we got that going for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, big weekend this weekend for the Buffalo Bills. Must win. Win, everything going on. We'll catch. Oh, yeah. We'll touch on all of that throughout mm. this show with this Football Friday. But uh, we start today with the hubris of man. The hubris. Well, we know that everybody is arrogant. We all think we have skills we don't actually have. Okay. We all think we can handle things we can't actually handle. So what happened? Well, that is perfectly illustrated in a recent study. One third of Americans believes we'd be among the last survivors in an apocalypse. That they would be, they would make it. They oh. would be amongst the last living humans okay. on the planet in an apocalypse. Well, so they'd why? be like the main characters in one of those zombie movies. Yeah. You nailed it. So yeah, in whatever apocalypse you think, like they just said apocalypse. Like so the end of the end of the world. Yeah, whether it's a nuclear blast, whether mm. it's an asteroid, whether right. it's a zombie thing, whether it's like a virus, you would be the last. One third of Americans believe they would be among <laughs> the last living. But why? Why that? So, well, why, what do you mean why? Why would you think that? Well, I mean, it was just a question. Oh, you're asking why these people believe they Survival right. skills. Okay, so that's two, they give two reasons. Kimmy hit the All first right. one. Uh, one third of Americans apparently believe they have the survival skills uh, it would take to make it without any comforts or things that we're used to in mm. the world. And the second reason- That's pretty arrogant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. The second reason is uh, the ability to adapt to any situation. People believe they have that, even if it means the whole <laughs> world goes upside down. Oh, so your survival yeah. instinct just yeah. kicks in like it's like pre-wired since it. the beginning of like the caveman. Caveman stuff kicks back. All right, All right uh, both of your thoughts on this immediately. Well, I'd be, I'd be dead. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the thing about this, it, it, if, if that's the case, there's a reason why the world collapsed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We did it probably. So Unless number it's an one, like, we had a okay, but let's just say a lot of it probably would be a self-inflicted wound. Okay, could be right, right. Nuclear you know? bomb, you're yeah. So like we kind of like backed ourselves into this corner, okay. and then all of a sudden we destroyed the planet. But now we have a ah, but I could fix it. I can live through it. <laughs> now I'm, I'm good. good at this. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got a can of beans, no can opener. Like I have zilcho skill at all. So, like, if let's say everything collapsed tomorrow, yeah, I could probably make it forty minutes. <laughs> I got nothing, man. Like, I freak out when we're out of ice. <laughs> like, I'll even tell my wife, "Why, why do we not have ice? 
I need ice. <laughs> I got a drink. I need ice. So both of you believe you'd be dead immediately. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because whenever I watch those movies and they're eating something gross, I'm like, I don't care how hungry I am. I'm not eating that. Okay. That's a stupid thought. Of course you would. If I you don't were know starving if I could. to death. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. Like my brother. I think I just give up. My oldest brother thinks he's got these skills. The even though he's never been tested. Okay. For any of it. He's not been in the military, never had to survive on anything, but he thinks he's got these badass survival skills. Because he's got guns. Sure. Yeah, it is weird how people think weapons immediately equate to, I'm going to yeah. live longer, but you can't eat a bullet. Right. No. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. A, a bullet doesn't help you like cultivate a field of or food. Or turn into water. Yeah, that too. That's also a problem. <laughs> no ice, I hear. No ice. <laughs> the phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Are you one of the one-third of human beings that think they would be the last, among the last living in any kind of apocalypse? Like, And I guess it all comes down to, like you said, what set of skills you have that would keep you alive longer than everybody else? Mm-hmm. Because there are a couple of things you have to factor in. You brought up water. That's very important. Got it. That's number one. So folks that live closest to a freshwater area that wasn't contaminated by anything that would have ended the world, they would be best. Okay, good luck with that. Well, I mean, look, there could and be- And you just- And you just can't drink water out of, like, a river. You can't, but there's, like, stuff like iodine pills that would- uh, Okay, you'd have to is have Is it iodine? Is that what I'm looking, thinking uh, of? I think that's for when the new thing. I don't know. Kimmy, can you Google what you're supposed to drop in water to make sure that kills all the bacteria? Hmm. Anyway, oh, bourbon. That actually might work. Mm. Uh, you also have to be someone that is able to cultivate their own food source, mm. right? Yeah. Because even if you had all the guns to like break into a grocery store, eventually that food would run out and you would die. Yes. Right? And that food's going to go bad, too, because there's probably not going to be any power. So mm. you have a limited amount of days where that's going to be a thing. So you would have to also know how to like catch and kill an animal. And that's also assuming animals have survived. And then you have to start farming. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's also I a thing. I have no idea how to farm. Mm, well, you do have your, you know, you, you, you get your garden skills. Yeah, I got a little bit. Of iodine, yes. I, iodine, okay. All right. See, stupid. I, yeah. I don't think we have any iodine in the house. <laughs> and, like, it also, I guess bottom line is it comes down to pure luck how well you'd be able to survive whatever apocalypse. Because let's say it's an asteroid. Mm. If it hits your house, it's game over. Yeah, you're pulverized. And if someone decides they want your stuff, things are going to get real heavy real fast, even if you have an arsenal of whatever you Mm. think it is, right? Because, you know, again, it comes down to the luck of where things end up on your body. Right. You're also only as good as the people that you're with. And you might be alone. Okay. I think alone would be the best case scenario. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, if your family mm-hmm. is dragging you down, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to... See gonna, you, kid. Well, no, but you're not going to do that. You love your children. You yeah. love your spouse. You're not going to leave them behind. But at the same time, yeah. they're, they're consuming a lot of food and resources. A lot of stuff. They may not move the way that you need them to move. They may mm. not adapt the way you need them to adapt. So if they're going to be an anchor on you, that's going to affect your ability to survive. You're getting at a serious disadvantage compared to a single man or woman that have a couple of skills that don't have that baggage. I don't even, I don't even know... What mushroom I'm not supposed to eat? <laughs> well, just don't yeah, eat like, mushrooms in general. No, but I'm hungry. Like, let's say, let's say you're starving, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I got of the woods. You're like, oh, mushrooms. All right, I can eat. Them. Which one? So now I'm doing Russian roulette with mushrooms. I think there's other things you could eat. Like what? Like, I don't know. Naturally. Right now, I'm just struggling to eat. Like, like if leaves. I, if I just ate leaves, like uh, regular leaves, what could I live? How long could I live on just leaves? Man, I can't imagine you could eat leaves and live. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's. A, 
Source of some kind of something. Uh, it's a source of leaf. Okay. My question was, can you eat leaves and live? Unfortunately, no. Okay, well, I'm out. <laughs> Grass and leaves are composed of cellulose, which the human gut is incapable of digesting. Okay, well, I'm dead now. See what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm over here with these mushrooms, and I'm doing eeny, meeny, miny. Kimmy, can you Google what is the most abundant thing I could eat in nature? Because it's not going to be good. No, you're, it's going to be gross. Enjoy Grubs. It. Like stuff like that, okay. snails, but grubs, even there, worms. I but I don't even know what I can eat there because there are some of those things that are toxic and poison. Plus, you've got to choke it down, man. At that point, man, I don't think you care. Like in all I, honesty, I don't know. If, I, if my goal is to just keep breathing, mm. I bet you start looking at food as fuel instead of like something to enjoy. Seems like beans are the good go-to for that. I don't know where to find beans. Where do I find beans? You had to go to a field. Potatoes. Okay, again, you got to grow those. I'm talking right. about like. <laughs> like you're just running around looking for food. I, let's see. I mean, every Nut, time I, nuts and seeds. Where do, okay. <laughs> like every time I see like a natural disaster that happens in this country. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't look prepared for anything. Like that that hurricane was coming for three weeks. Yeah, it's a good berries. point. Berries yeah. and berry. There you go. But nope. some of them berries They're are killing. They're poisoned. Yeah. yeah. It says that it's the easiest of wild foods to gather. We're dead. Yeah. We're all dead. No, yeah. but you, you you make an absolutely valid point. Is that we have systems in place to try and help people that go through natural disasters mm-hmm. here in America, and it's and it's still a disaster. And by the way, there's some of the best on the planet, mm-hmm. right? Like countries don't they wish they had what we have, right. and we still can't adapt to it. Yes. So what change do you have alone? You don't. So I don't know what berries to eat. I don't know what mushrooms to eat. I can't eat grass. I would have started eating all the grass. I'd be dead right now. Yeah. Right. You again. Once all the food in the grocery store goes bad, that does you no good. Once you say you find a field, eventually that harvest is going to run out. You're going to mm-hmm. die that way. I don't know how to keep potatoes other than digging a hole and keeping them in the cold ground good. <laughs> so don't worry about well, it. Well, no, you do have to worry about it because at some point your natural instinct to survive is going to kick in. But I don't mm-hmm. know how good my natural <laughs> instinct is. Not that it's good. But your body will say, do everything you can to live. So, like, for you to say, like, I'm just going to lay down and die. There is one thing Tommy would excel at. If, let's say, there was, like, some crazy, like, zombie apocalypse, right? Mm. Known hider. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are a known hider. Yeah, I could disappear like that. could disappear from any danger out there (laughs) in the world. Any (laughs) conflict. One in three Americans believe they would be among the last survivors of an apocalypse, whatever apocalypse it is, nuclear weapon, asteroid, zombie, virus, whatever. The two reasons people give, their survival skills they think they have Mm. and their ability to adapt to any situation. But you do bring up a valid point. What's that? Would you even want to be one of the last people on the planet? Like, what's, what's the goal here? Like, let's say you got this, like, disaster of a planet now Mm -hmm. and everything's shut down. What's my... Where, where, hey, Tommy, where do you see yourself in five years? I guess the idea would be, if we're going to get philosophical mm. here, uh, the want to be one of the rebuilders of humanity. That we're going to rebuild this society and then I'm going to be a part of it. And that one day they will look back and uh, my head will be amongst the Mount Rushmore of mm. saviors of okay, this Okay, so you'd be like a founding father of the new world. You, you kept the population going. I mean, you would be, yeah. Yeah, you, if you were, if you managed to do this, you would yeah. be amongst the most important humans hmm. of all time. Okay. Right? If that all works out. Yeah. Like, if we get it back going again. Sure. But he like hit until the end. But, but that could take, like, a thousand years. And that's even if it works. Right. And they would have to remember you. Like, we, like, like they've been to, oh, we got to make that statue of that jerk that ate the wrong mushroom. Somebody <laughs> have to write a book about you. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, not a lot of stuff to write on. <laughs> the Book of Tommy. Mm. But like all of, if you were amongst the last survivors in an apocalypse, right. all of the comforts of your life would be gone. Yeah, it would suck. No more Netflix, no more grocery store, no How more restaurants. Sleeping? Just the just laying down and sleeping at night. Like you have no bed. Well, no, well, you would have structure. Could, you yeah, could yeah. sleep in anyone's house. They'd yeah, all be but gone. But it would suck. You got no key. You got nothing. The one thing that would be fun is the ability to go into everyone else's house and see what they were doing. Okay. Go snoop. Yeah. All right. You'd find like a fancy house, I guess. Well, it's funny. Again, people's minds still aren't there. We, we're getting Facebook messages. You can always get us at WCMF for the break room Facebook page to the going into other people's homes mm. point. Rick writes us, you would have all of the food that everyone has in their house until you ran out of homes. No, you wouldn't. It would go bad. I mean, you'd have dry goods, yeah. right? But eventually all of that stuff would expire. You yeah, have X amount yeah. of time. Right. And then then what? Maybe then uh, maybe the canned stuff will last you until you can make your own little garden. Okay. That would be the goal there. But that's if produce you, your own stuff. But growing stuff is hard. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have country max to go down to. No, and you would have Man, to go south where it's warm. You're really going to need your wife. Well, so, oh, yeah. all right, so here's the thing. My wife, it sounds like based on the text going, <laughs> yeah. believes she's one of the one I mean, third she of Americans. D- she does have some of those like skills that you'd need. But she's a doctor. And she has a machete. She does have a machete. Well, I think she would kill me with that machete before she used it uh, to do anything. But she's writing me now. Like, we had asked the foods we could eat. Roots, wild carrots, Jerusalem artichoke, I'll keep you alive. Here's the other thing. Like, like your wife's a doctor, so she's got medical skills. Yeah, I'm coming to your house. (laughs) I got zero medical skills. Okay. So if I F myself up running around, I don't even know how to fix anything. Good point. If I break my leg, fall out of a tree... Uh, get attacked by something and I survive, I'm just going to lay there. Well, think about this. Something as simple as an infection. I mean, yeah. don't forget, yeah. like, during the Civil War, people died of infection. They more died than of they the did... trucks. Exactly. So you don't have, like penicillin we take for granted. Mm. You wouldn't have the ability to go get penicillin no. unless you broke into a pharmacy and knew what penicillin was called. I would just be in the middle of a field screaming and squirting. <laughs> screaming and, and squirting, squirting and, and screaming. There ain't no cheese in China. No, <laughs> no, if you can get to China, there's plenty of cheese. Oh, yeah. But you got to, I mean, how are you going to make it to China? Yeah, that's true. Hold your breath. And then think of the winter time. Oh, yeah. That's why you got to go someplace. You got to head south. But how long would it take to walk to a place where it never gets so cold you'll die? So you'd have to walk to like Georgia? No, because yeah. it can still snow in Georgia. You got to go yeah. to Florida. No, you would have to go to like South America. Not America. Uh, okay, Mexico. Yeah, but you're gonna get real hot in the summer. Okay, but that's not gonna kill you. Mm. No, but you could go to like South Florida. So, sometimes it gets you know 40, 50 degrees in South yeah. Florida. No, maybe, go maybe west? the Marlins turn like, it around. <laughs> Arizona or something. Okay, but think about this then. Let's say you go to a place where it's warm all the time. We're mm. not used to what grows in that area. Right, like I don't even know True. what revolution is... seems to go really well down there. <laughs> I also don't know what animals are dangerous. Oh, by the way, in the, in the tropics. Everything can kill you. Yeah, like every animal is poisonous. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Let's you see. Worry ma- more, war- you have to worry more about wildlife. Goddamn mosquitoes will kill you down there. They can kill you here too. Well, but even in no, Florida, no, it's way worse down there. Uh, Get the but, malaria. But even in Florida, the amount of snakes and alligators and crocodiles and yes, right. Like I mean, you're gonna get eaten. Yeah, yeah. And here's the funniest part, mm. like one in three people thinking they could survive an apocalypse, right? Mm. They're saying that because they want people to go, wow, tell me about yeah. your skills. But if you were in this situation and you were one of the few humans to survive, yeah. it's not even like you could brag to anyone that you made it that yeah, long. You're all alone. You'd be one of the last people on yeah, earth. And yeah, and nobody cares. Like, yeah. are you gonna, what are you going to do? Post a selfie on Facebook for no one to see? <laughs> With your lack of electricity and internet connection? You would you have to document it. You would have to like document what you're doing. 
and hope that somebody finds it like a hundred years from yeah. now. And you have to document it in the most base way possible. Scribble it on ro- with rocks and stuff. <laughs> no, you'd have to be like caveman. Yeah, I mean, well, what you, else you got? But even if you had, like, let's say you were notebooks able to find a notebook. Let's say you find a notebook pencil. and a pen, right? Someone would have to eventually find that notebook. It would mm-hmm. have to survive living in the elements mm-hmm. for as long as it did. Right. And whoever found that notebook would have to speak the language that you were writing it in. And what if they didn't care? Or they're like a, eh, this <laughs> Stewie guy. Boring. No, you bring up a really More good... nuts and berries. <laughs> Again. You bring up a really good point. What? Think about the amount of humans that have existed since the beginning of time. Yeah, how many people have been on this planet? That have done remarkable things. Documented those remarkable mm-hmm. things. Mysteries of the universe that we may never solve. Mm-hmm. That somebody found. It was like, screw this. Yeah, it just, just, it just like chucked into garbage can. Lame. Like the amount Don't of, get it. The amount of, Stupid about, pictures. The amount of libraries and art galleries and scientific places that were burned to the ground in war throughout yeah. the centuries mm-hmm. that could have answered all of these questions. Yeah, You're right. Gone. You're absolutely right. That's why if it's if the end of the world happens... I'm giving up immediately. So you're just done? Oh, I'm done. Well, I mean, you don't have much time left anyway. Right. I mean, every day could be the end of the world for you. It kind of feels like it when I walk into this room. 16. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Days away. No, five days away. Six days away? Six days away. Six days. Six days till Thanksgiving. So if you are preparing food, it is mm-hmm. now time to think about where you're getting all your ingredients. Yeah, yeah. And it's a pain in the ass. Because mm-hmm. this weekend, it's going to be slammed. The closer we get to the actual oh, day, it's going to get forget. worse and worse. They're going to be out of stuff. Tommy, yeah. And an opportunity has presented itself. Wow. One that's going to save you money, one that's going to save you time, and one that's going to give you an old school Rochester feel. Wow. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF, the public market has announced they will be doing special day before Thanksgiving hours. Oh. So they'll be open from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Wednesday. But what's in season you can score there? Oh, my God. 
You can get anything you need. It doesn't no, have it, to be in season. Well, no, they're farmers. Well, no, it's what? a farmer's well, no, market, but well, it ain't no, in season. No, they have stuff all year round. That's not a farmer's market. Hey, how do they get it at Wegmans? Yeah, that's not a farmer. They buy from all over the country. Yeah, or they have stuff that gets held. Yeah, because they sell stuff that's not necessarily grown here. Oh, I always thought it was just like they took it right from the ground and brought it in. Okay, yeah. so listen, listen, listen. Have like you ever been? Yeah, I've been, I've been at a public Obviously market. Obviously not. <laughs> Can't argue with that, Kimmy. <laughs> Today's debate, Kimmy, so they got turkey? have you ever been, Tommy? <laughs> so they got, like, turkey? I don't know if they got, like, turkey, know. man. I don't know if you can get your turkey at the public what market. What about gravy? They got gravy? Yeah, I got gravy for you. You do? Yeah, you're not going to believe this. I just opened up a new local gravy I'm business. looking for some good holiday gravy. Well, no, you're not going to. I got a new kiosk in the men's room. Oh, what's it called? It's called Uncle Pat's Close Your Eyes, Gonna Get a Gravy Surprise <laughs> All Over Your Giant Forehead <laughs> Sauce. <laughs> so this is the greatest thing that could happen in the greater Rochester area for three reasons. Well, you got a schlep, though. Okay, you don't. Schlep to what? Schlep to the market. It's 10 minutes away from everywhere. No, it ain't. It, bro, I guarantee Parking's you. Parking's a nightmare. No, it's not. They have literally a billion parking spots for free. All right. Okay, look. One, you're going to save so much money. Oh. The produce is cheap. The selection is great. The folks, So wilted. The folks stout. It's the same. I know. I know. You love- vegetables at Topps or Wegmans. Again, if you're watching the live stream, he runs out of arguments, so he just is. does acting with yeah. his hands. <laughs> Mime Tommy on the radio, which is a brilliant way to do radio, man. All right, I'm going to go get some yams. Yes. They got yams? Or green beans. Oh, or I'm right. assuming they have spinach. most vegetables you're looking for. All right. And by the way, the folks selling that stuff, the money goes right into their pockets. There's no middleman. You're supporting local farmers directly. Okay. You want to argue good. with that, stupid? But that kind of goes to what I was just saying. What's that? Because like you go Wegmans shops all around the country to bring the food there. Sure, sure, sure. These guys don't. Unless they so have, they're not going to have everything you're looking for. Unless they are trading with other farmers. Okay, they the could country. do that. They could do that. Okay. Second thing that makes the public market being open the day before Thanksgiving awesome, you're going to find unique stuff because it's not just produce. There's also prepared foods that they mm-hmm. sell. There. Like what? What they got? Well, they'll have foods from other cultures. They'll have prepared stuff you don't know how to make yourself. Oh, that I could bring to somebody's house. You got it, or bring home to your house wow. things that'll make your guests go, "Ooh, where'd you get that?" They got that cheese. They got the crackers. They do have the cheese. They got the guacamole. I don't know if they'll have the guacamole. Mm -hmm. It's pretty easy to make. Just a shrimp cocktail. I don't know. I I mean, Hmm. they they have a seafood section. I don't know if it'll be open. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It just seems like I'm going to go and I'm going to still need to go to the store. Okay, possibly, but it's going to cut your time going to the store by a ton. Yeah, because you even said, though, like when you go, when your wife hosts, she'll go to multiple places. So this may be one of those things. I I don't even want to bring this up. (laughs) But will now she wait gonna, till the last minute to do it? That's the heading, question. She don't wait the last minute. Yeah. So I think you also have to be a person that's willing to wait to the last day to get that stuff. Unless you want to go advantage. this. Unless you want to go this weekend, I think the public is a public. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah oh, but you I'm go. saying if you wanted to go to this specific <clears throat> day. But the third reason. <laughs> What's the third reason? The public market being open the day before Thanksgiving is awesome. It's a very cool, unique experience. Heading down to the public market to get your Thanksgiving dinner. It's like living in the old country. Tom. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed a market to get it a feast. You go down, you get it a stuff. But I okay, take it back. The biggest reason this is coming in clutch. Mm. You are avoiding the day before Thanksgiving grocery store madness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know they're coming. And it's a miserable experience, and there's going to be stuff like you're, you're putting it off, you're of putting it stuff. off. Like this weekend, Kimmy, is already going to be insanity. Yeah. And every day closer to Thanksgiving mm. gets worse and worse, and it is miserable. Miserable. That's true. The public market is open air. 
Right now, the weather's in the 50s for Wednesday. It Ooh. is? Yes. All right, rain? Uh, yeah, but they have the overhang there, so you're okay, not going to get all wet. Right, all right. And cashing out at all of those stalls takes a literal second. Do I, do I, am I going to get stuck behind these hipsters that have like follow-up questions to your beats? You mean like, like you? I was going to say, you're the ones. You. 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 Are the, uh, you. You're the ones that have questions. You're the ones. That you, have, you, you. You people. You people. <laughs> The phone number is 252-WC, about 252-9263. Look, that two, three-hour trip to Wegmans or Tops could take 15 minutes to 30 minutes right. at the public market. All I'm saying is it might be worth checking out before you go anywhere else. All right. I just kind of feel like at this time of the year, it's it's going to be a raggedy selection. Based on nothing. You're based based on, on the time on of the year. Based on the time of the year. That's what we do. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of farmer's markets open this time of the year. I mean, there's a reason. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure the public market is open every weekend. No, but like all those uh, local ones, like in all the, like Pittsford mm-hmm. and Yeah, Fairport, each town. They're they're closed. Is it because people like you think it's too cold and there isn't a selection so people don't come out? Because that's the way it is. Or, or what do you... <laughs> I can't wait to go down there and I can have nothing. And I'm going to end up going to Wegmans. Pat said we got to go. And now we're going to go to Wegmans at 4 o'clock and stand in line. <laughs> and they're at a turkey. Why would they open this up if they weren't selling anything, you idiot? I mean, I got stuff. No, but... no I just don't understand you. Like, hey, we're going to open this stuff up. We got nothing to sell. Why don't you come down and shake my hand? You know what I hate, too, when you go to them places? Please go what? out. What? You got to wash everything. Like, you know when you go to Wegmans, everything's like pre-washed. You don't wash you don't your wash vegetables from Wegmans? No, Wegmans, the bag stuff's already washed. You buy bag you, know, you talk about how it bothers you when little old ladies touch the grapes. <laughs> I wash that stuff, but like you don't wash your like spinach. No, I buy the bag stuff that's. You should washed. still wash it. No, it's triple washed. No, Where does it say triple washed? On that freaking bag. That's your detergent. It says triple washed. No, the bag doesn't say triple washed. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Their bag stuff is washed. You like to say triple washed on it? Yes. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, no, I'd rather say spinach. It's not say triple washed. <laughs> like oh, I love all that bag stuff. When they put it through stuff. a Delta Sonic, no, you <laughs> there's a kid in Timberlands drying it off. You got to tip him three dollars. I don't know how they do it. Shut up. I don't want to eat dirty goddamn fruit. We're screaming at each other over a public market open day. You're smudged up food. 252WCMF. I love people like you who think that the vegetables you get from the grocery Fresh store any different. Bro, if anything, the vegetables at the public market are fresher because they're coming right from the farmer. I'm brother lower grade. No, they're not. Like like so so Wegmans? Yeah. They buy grade A. Yeah, do they? So all the all the good stuff goes to the supermarket. Oh, does it? And it goes to the restaurant. Yeah. Then the schlubby stuff okay. starts working its way down. Oh, let me ask you a question then. So you go to your mom and pop, uh-huh. and then you're at the farmer's market, yeah. and then you're in the trash. So let me ask you a question then, smart guy. Hmm. How does the public market stay open if it's nothing but schlubby produce? Because people don't mind eating schlub. Look, you were raised on below schlub. Like, your parents couldn't even afford schlub. We didn't eat vegetables when I was a kid. I could tell. Jokes on you, you dick. Did you even have bananas in your house? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Unless we were making banana bread. No, I'm serious. I don't remember eating a vegetable as a child. That's insane. What do you want from me, man? It wasn't my choice. I know. When's the first time you ever had a salad? Did you have like a buddy's house? Or so my dad used to buy, no, I take that back. He used to buy the bagged, like just dry romaine lettuce. Yeah, with yeah, like yeah. the carrots and stuff in yeah. it. And then soak it in ranch. 
Uh, but like it was always gross yeah. to me. That's what I thought salads were my whole life. Soaked in red. It was ridiculous. 252-WCMF, <laughs> 252-9263. The public market has announced that they are opening the day before Thanksgiving mm. special hours to give people the opportunity to shop. And it's a great opportunity. Save money. You are going to save money. This election's fantastic. You're supporting farmers directly. You're going to mm. save time going down there. You're going to find lots of unique stuff, both prepared and unprepared. Tommy goes, oh, my car don't go that way. I've been in 20 years. I don't like you're gonna, it. You know, you're going to feel like very European. Yes. Like in the 1930s. I think it's cool. You know, when they were like pushing those like rickety like little carts around. I would think it would be nice for you to relive your high school experience. <laughs> 252 WCMF. Let's talk to Samantha. Hey, Sam, what's going on? Good morning. Morning. What do you got? So the public market does have local stuff right now because all the little markets all the one that had farmer markets, the one that Tommy was talking about, that have all closed, haven't exactly closed. There are many this weekend who are doing their last ditch thing, so they'll have. Oh, I love shopping last ditch. And, and all, well, hey, folks, come on over to my house. Last ditch tonight. I love how you don't even know what's going on in your town. So like she's she like, just, actually, no, it's still open. I, you, idiot. I'm not doing ditch. No, but no, you're <laughs> completely avoiding the point that both yeah. Samantha and Kimmy just made. What you said was incorrect. <laughs> But Samantha, go on. I'm sorry. There goes. So it is very crowded at the one in Spencerport. They sell everything. <clears throat> People are buying their squashes and everything. That and they'll keep them because some of that stuff will keep because it's cold enough outside. It will keep in your garage or keep wherever. Oh, I can keep my food in the garage. Weeks, so you can have that. Samantha, so you are someone who will be doing the uh, public market farmer stuff before you're going to the oh, grocery she's store. She's the last week. ditch bitch. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha, will you all? Will you have to make two trips, or can you get it all done at the farmers markets? I'm hoping to get most of it done at the farmers market. Okay, and I probably can get most of it there. There might be, and then you know, cranberries and stuff like that. Yeah, they don't sell cumin at the farmers market. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Sam, have fun this weekend. Yeah, enjoy your raggedy Thanksgiving. It's gonna be fresh. Happy Tommy. Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. You're such a dick. You're such a dick. She's so Raggedy. nice. She hung in there and raggedy ass last <laughs> ditch. Can't wait to go to her house. Ooh, I live in Pittsburgh on my wife's dime, and she pays for everything. I don't need this stuff, man. Well, go to go to go to some Sam's house, and you can swallow a pebble. Okay. God, you're such a bitch. <laughs> you're such a bitch. Two five two WCMF. Let's talk to Pete. Hey, Petey, what's going on, brother? Hey, I don't have time to go to the market on Wednesday when I'm already cooking when Tuesday and Wednesday. So go on Saturday. Go on Saturday. <laughs> Didn't really have a response <laughs> to that one, did you? Why would they open the day? Why would they open the day before Thanksgiving when people are already cooking all day Wednesday? What I gotta cook till three at three in the morning? I don't know if you've Thursday? ever been to like a grocery store that day before oh, Thanksgiving. No, it, it is nuts. Statistically, Pete. it is literally Pete the busiest oh, yeah. Yeah. grocery store day. People of the year. do wait that hey, long, Dad, believe it or not. Going to the grocery store on Wednesday. No, no, no Wednesday no, the day they before are. Thanksgiving <laughs> is statistically the busiest shopping grocery store day of the year. And by the way, what are you cooking on Tuesday? You're not going to serve till Thursday some dried out crap? No, hot takes for uh, talking on Thanksgiving. He's cooking those. <laughs> That's Pete, exactly right. Pete, why can't you go on Saturday? Because <laughs> I'm busy Saturday. So then what are you buying the food to cook? Buying all the food before... And I'm not going Wednesday. No, 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 no. Stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When do, you, when do you load up usually? Yeah, when do you shop? For Thursday, for Thursday, Monday, maybe Sunday afternoon. So not Saturday, though. So then go to the market on Sunday when they're not open. Saturday. Um, 
It's all washed. It's all right there. It's a trip, quadruple wash of what I hear. Triple wash. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Pete. Have a good rest of the day. That's what <clears> you <throat> sound like, Tommy. Why can't sharp, you do yeah. it? Go on Saturday. Why can't you go on Saturday? Why can't you? Because I'm going on Sunday. <laughs> or Monday. Or any other day but the day you said. They got kids at Wegmans with your power washers just walking up and down. Blasting they rinse bags. everything nice. Looks like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> Let's take a break. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The massive news from One Bill's Drive this week, yeah. the firing of offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. Mm. And the offense wasn't up to snuff. He gets replaced. And there's a legit argument to do why, to why they did what they did. Like, mm. you can make the argument, okay, fine, he, we had to go. However, this new hire yeah. has, look at this, you ready? You ready? Yeah. Watch my hand. Zero room for error. Okay. The new offensive coordinator is Joe Brady. He was the offensive coordinator in Carolina for a year and a half before he was fired from that job. Mm. He has not called plays in the NFL since then. He was the quarterback's coach here in Buffalo. He's never called plays here, which is daunting enough. But he knows the system. You mean the system that wasn't working? Right. Yeah, okay. So he's going to switch that. Yeah, great. How'd you go? What makes it worse? (coughs) So right now the Bills are 5-5. and And when it comes to how the season ends, nothing is off the table. Mm. But McDermott made this move thinking the Bills can make a run with someone else. A little spark of something. You got it. Kimmy, if you thought that playoffs and a run were off the table, you wouldn't have fired your offensive coordinator. Sure, yeah. Ten wins guarantees essentially you get into the playoffs. Mm. You're only two games back of Miami in the division, and you see them again the last day of the season, so that's not off the table either. You have seven games left, and you can lose two Mm. to pretty much guarantee a playoff spot. Anything more than two losses with the expectation of this team is a complete disaster. Well, there are certain losses you can have, though, like like to the Jets. Okay, yeah, you need this one bad on Sunday. All right, so three losses, probably you don't even make the playoffs. I would guess, yeah. I mean, you got a shot, but it's not a guarantee. It's going away quick. All right. So, Hmm. uh, if that wasn't bad enough. Wait, there's more? Yep. On Sunday, you're lining up against a Jets team that beat you on opening night. A Jets team that even at your highest of offensive highs in the past played your quarterback tough. Mm -hmm. And as Kimmy said, this is a game you cannot lose. Your offensive coordinator is brand new and has had five days to get ready. Who's excited for some Bills football? Well, you gotta let jo- you gotta just cut Josh loose, man. Yeah, this is what you mm-hmm. wanted. Let him play mm-hmm. wild ball. Okay, he's been playing wild ball. <laughs> well, better wild ball. Okay. Better wild ball. <laughs> you want him running around crazy, right? Joe Brady can't win here. I know he can't win. Obviously, he, I hope things go well this yeah. weekend. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Bills come out flying offensively. But any tiny thing that goes wrong, mm. the pitchforks are coming out, you and think? now it'll be his fault, and it's not fair. Kimmy, mm. Kimmy. I mean, do you think, though, because, I mean, he's he's in a he's in a tough position. I think people are going to have a little bit more patience. I don't know where the expectation is with this guy coming in and running the place for the first time. But these guys have been doing this their whole lives. There's your expectation. There you go. Live, you're hearing it. They live in pressure so you're every week he comes with this in league. And 
he's he, he's not as scared as y'all make him sound to be. Oh, I don't I think he's dude, scared. I, I just think is, it's it's this either. Guy's got it. Got it. Kimmy, you were asking where the expectation mm-hmm. is. Yeah. You're hearing Tommy right now. So despite the fact that Josh, throw the ball. Thanks. Catch it. Why didn't Ken Dorsey say that? I don't know what this guy was doing. Yeah, he what was, was he whispering it. in his ear? Throw it to the other team. I think the guy may have been a little bit of a case. Oh, you think so? Well, Not like the head coach. Not like the head coach who lives in his office. Well, you got to live in your office, get the job. Oh, done. is that what you're gonna do? Is that what you're gonna you do? Gotta do. You gotta focus. Kimmy, you were all over social media this week. Yeah, and the week but before. I mean, people were calling for Joe Brady. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, like, okay, so let's say mm. it's just a total flop on Sunday. Yeah. You have no other options. You're under 500. No, you had the option was to keep Dorsey. I mean, that right, was but your at option. that point it's too late. No, so I now you're it. stuck with this guy. I get it, but the wrath comes down on him, and it comes down on McDermott Keep for it making simple. that move. I think the pressure is more on McDermott at this point than it is on Joe Brady. Joe Brady, this is his last chance to be an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Bounce, his, but these guys no, it is. bounce it's, around like gypsies forever. This guy, even if he gets blown out. I mean, out, come on. Nate Hackett got like a million they sh- chances. They Nate show Hackett's up a good again. offensive coordinator. Is he's, he? a, he's a bad head coach. Is he a good offensive coordinator? He looked good Where in was Green his, Bay. These guys he had success in Buffalo. He got a head coaching job from his offensive coordinator success in Buffalo. They never made the playoffs. He, he had success with the offense. Look, I if you go back I, and look at the numbers, now we're going to have a nuanced argument I, about <laughs> Nate Hackett. I never understood the Nate Hackett thing. <laughs> Which I don't want to do here. Right. And look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does get a shot after this. Here's the point that I make. What do you want? Right? Ken Dorsey mm. had mini camps. He had training camps. Oh, yeah. He had a year and a half to develop and call this offense. Yeah. Joe Brady this week will have 120 hours. And really not even that much because he's got to sleep at some but point. But don't you think these guys, even when they don't have the job, mm-hmm. when they're working it, they're thinking about this stuff anyway? Like just, how I would it. do it? How I would do it differently because sure. they're in the in the moment. They're on the sidelines. Sure, yeah. And all you have it's to human do, nature. And all you have to do is implement all of your ideas to twenty men who mm-hmm. have to know that inside and out in a matter of five, got five days. days. Yeah. So why do they have training camp then? I, I, I thank you. I think training camp is the biggest waste of money I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Jumping jacks and running in place. Kimmy, you ask ask me again where the expectations are. You're hearing it right now because he is Twitter. He is Instagram. Just go out and play. You got your idea? Implement your idea. Keep it simple. Tell him to get after it. I mean, to your point, I don't know how different it's going to be. You can't come in and completely change it. and let Short week, too. I mean, they just played Monday. Go with your strengths. Okay, well, if it's the same, then why make the change? That's all I'm trying to figure out here. Mm-hmm. If you can't change the offense, why change the guy? Well, McDermott must see something I, in this case. He saw here's, something in Dorsey. Here's what I was going to say. Well, here's Josh why I'm surprised they made the move to fire Dorsey, only because with Dorsey gone, I think all the pressure now is on Sean McDermott. So he just put all the pressure on him himself by making this move. No, I, I mean, I agree you're, with you. You're the, you're the last guy. The you are coach. the last. I mean, you have no defensive coordinator. Sure. You are the last Guy in line to and take maybe the he likes it that way. Uh, he also knows that he can't. He's not going to lose his job no matter what happens. This sure, year. I mean he's safe, right? So, but he, it seems like he almost wants it all himself. Yeah, I mean he's a control freak. We yeah. know this. Well, Although, every coach is. Look, I will say this. So former Bills, we're, talk, we're talking about uh, the Bills Jets this weekend. Joe Brady will be calling the plays uh, for the first time mm. as a Buffalo Bills coordinator on a short week. He gets this job. Any mistake that he makes, the Bills can lose two games. With a guaranteed playoff spot, essentially. Any mistake he makes, Bills Mafia is coming for him, I'm telling you. Leslie Frazier, the former Bills defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he yeah. resigned in the offseason. Yeah, it was late. weird. Yeah, and we all assumed he was fired. Mm. Leslie Frazier did an interview earlier this week. What did he say? So he works for the NFL Network, and he yeah. was asked about Ken Dorsey, and he was very, you know, he loves Ken
Van Dorsey yeah. and he called him and talked to him and he feels bad for the guy. Then mm. he was asked about his departure. And Leslie Frazier, in this interview, says he resigned. Says but why? He says he woke up right before the combine and said, I started to think if I want to go do this again. Because they had gone through so much last year with Demar Hamlin and all the injuries oh, yeah. and the snowstorm and all that <laughs> stuff. Very He's, emotional ride. Yes, and he said at his age, it became something that he wasn't fully invested in, which he didn't want to do to the guys. And he said in this interview, yeah. given the opportunity with Ken Dorsey being fired to be like, they blew me out, said no, it was completely his decision. So it wasn't anything like him and McDermott were fighting or anything? He didn't say that. Right. I mean, take it for what it's worth. But okay. if, you, if there was a time you were going to come out and yeah. say, yeah. I got effed, it would have been here. And he didn't. Okay. So maybe the idea that McDermott and Bean blew him out is wrong. All right. I mean, it's not to say that working under Sean McDermott isn't a difficult thing to do. He seems pretty controlled. But what NFL coach is Right. Yeah. I mean, I would assume they're all difficult to some degree. All right. So I'll ask you a question Mm. and a sincere question. Yeah. And I want all you Bills fans listening to think about this. If the offense comes out on Sunday and it looks exactly the same as it has the last couple of weeks, whose fault is it? Oh, fall on McDermott. Okay, so it's not the offensive coordinator's fault. Well, because he's got a he has to tell McDermott has to tell him what it what his expectations are. Score like points. if you hire this guy, he's going to have to say this is what I want to see on the field. But he's but, a defensive coach. That's why you have. Yeah, an but offensive he knows the game and he knows what he wants on the field. You can't tell me a head coach doesn't know what kind of offense he wants to see. Sure, well, but this, it's about executing that offense. And by the way, like, this guy's been around the team. He's not like brand new to right. the organization. Kimmy, he's, he's got a key fob and everything. If this offense looks the same, whose fault is it? If the offense looks the same, yeah. the exact same. Well, I mean, it? I guess it's, it would fall on Joe Brady because he didn't change anything. But that's not fair because he's only had five days. Oh, I'm not saying it's not fair, but that would be who, I mean, you're going to look at first. Okay, so you're you, running would, things. you would blame Joe Brady on Sunday if it looks the same. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because okay. you, I mean, I would think you made the decision to stay the course. But maybe you're not staying the course. Maybe there are other problems that mm. weren't Ken Dorsey okay. related. And, you know, you weren't here. Mm. No, you were here when we talked about this. What's that? The day after. No, Kimmy wasn't. She was gone the day after Ken Dorsey was yeah. fired. Ken Dorsey didn't throw that ball through Gabe Davis's no. hands. That no, ball touched all well, 10 of Gabe Davis's hands. Well, that's what Josh Allen said. He's like, if we played better, he probably yeah. wouldn't have been fired. I mean, There's look, a lot of drops. Ken Dorsey didn't drop Dalton Kincaid's first down on that drive. Ken, yeah, Ken Dorsey didn't. The bad handoff. Exactly. And have Cook put the ground on the ball. Like, Ken Dorsey can't control that. Ken right. Dorsey didn't put 12 men on the field. Because I'm convinced, and Kimmy, you weren't here for this conversation, if the Bills win that game on Monday night, oh, he yeah. doesn't get fired. Oh, I think yeah. so. So... How do two suicide blitzes and 12 men on the field lead to Ken Dorsey losing his job is what I'm trying to figure out. All right. Because you have nobody else to fire. Well, you could have fired the special teams coordinator. That was a complete crap uh, yeah, But does anybody make, care? Yeah, that doesn't have the juice. Uh, okay. They needed somebody's head that had a name, I guess. Yeah. So what does this guy have to submit his game plan to McDermott? Like, I don't think do you that? have to submit your game plan. You, you don't do come in and go, Liz, this is my idea. This is what I'm going to do. I don't think so. Well, I'm sure they have meetings about it. Yeah, they don't say... I mean, he's a new guy. He's not going to just wait till the last minute and see what you got here. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I, I mean, because I always yeah, I figured they point, had to I don't talk. know how much control McDermott gives in terms of, you well, know, new guy. Yeah, go. Just go do your thing. Right. I mean, look, if you don't trust him, why'd you put him in that position? Uh, I agree. It's going to be a fun game. Look, I hope I'm wrong, man. I hope the Bills come out and they score 80 points. But even that could be a mirage because Ken Dorsey's first game as offensive coordinator, they hung 40 on the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champions of the yeah. Rams last year. Right. They looked unstoppable for the first four weeks, and all of a sudden, yep. I know. So hopefully we're wrong. And this guy deserves more than a game or two to f- be judged on his performance, but he's not going to get it. No. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get it. Nope. And he knows it. So with all that being said. Good luck, Joe.
Well, good luck to you because you have a new offensive coordinator you've got to account for mm. uh, making your picks against this Jets oh, team I, that beat the Bills opening night. I just, I, I, I'm locked in, man. Are you locked in? Man, with that pick last week, mm-hmm. I'm locked in, baby. Okay, great. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 